0: I'm Junie Felix and this is Moving Forward, Tiny Habits for Successful Soul Care. Thank you so much for making time to listen today and I hope and I pray that you and I can encourage one another to walk by faith and to live out of love instead of fear more and more every day. One of the best things about God is how simple He makes it to follow Him and to live out His love every single day. And I know that depending on where you are in your faith and healing journey, this might seem at face value like an ideological thought. You know, maybe not even realistic, but I'm serious, and it's true. God loves to keep things simple for us and with us because He knows we're kids. And loving parents will never give a child a task to complete that's simply not age-appropriate. Emphasis there on the healthy, loving parent, because if you are a healthy, loving parent, you're never going to ask a five-year-old to go to the store and pick up a gallon of milk. Um, I've had personal experience of being a five-year-old and being asked to take care of things that were way, way over my head, but I did my best. And I know that some kids are expected to do those kinds of tasks, but God is not an unhealthy, unloving. Loving parent, So, he keeps it simple for us because it's just as the scripture says. This is one of my favorite passages from the book of Romans. I'll have everything in the show notes. But it says, All who are led by the Spirit are children of God. And so, you and I haven't received a spirit that makes us into fearful slaves. Instead, we've received a spirit, God's spirit, His Holy Spirit, when He adopts us as His own children. And now, you and I, we get to call Him Abba Father or Daddy or Papa. I call him Papa, and he loves that. And it's all because his spirit unites with ours to affirm and give us the confidence that we are indeed his children. Again, I'm putting that scripture in the show notes. It's right there. I'm not making it up. It's so good. So how old would you say that you are? With that in mind, the the, the reality of the fact that you and I are his children by his spirit, how old would you say you are in spirit years? Are you a newborn? <laughs> maybe two or three years old, maybe uh, 12, going through spiritual puberty? Come on now, keep it real. It gets rough sometimes, right? Seriously. How old would you say you are in spiritual years? And if you're not sure, this is a great tiny prayer prompt. I love sharing those. Just ask God and then be still and listen. Ask Him and then be still. And listen. And this is really fun. Sometimes, not so much because you might believe that you are a PhD level adult spiritually. But then you get with God and you pray that simple prayer and He shows you that you're really more like a bratty 16-year-old at the moment. Uh, That actually happened to me about a year ago. Wow, a year ago, yes. I was on my way to a big event and I was so frustrated. I mean, just so upset. Never mind. I was mad at God and I just had a fit in the car on the way to that event. And He listened as He always does. He's a perfect Father. He calmed me down. And then he showed me that I was literally behaving like a bratty 16-year-old yelling and slamming the spiritual door after my rant about how unfair life felt and why he wasn't doing something about it that made sense to me. And maybe you know what those kinds of prayers are like. And you know, that's okay. God can handle our anger for sure. So back to the question. How old would you say that you are today, spiritually, or in this moment? Be honest. It's no shame and no condemnation. That None of that happens here. And it's such an important question because you might be in a Bible study class or involved in something that's designed for academic, college-age believers in the Spirit. And right now, maybe you're only an 11-year-old in the Spirit, and you don't need to learn Greek and Hebrew and how to craft an expository message on the book of Hebrews. You only need to go run and play, build something, learn with your hands. And that's okay. That's better than okay. That's awesome. Or you might be spending a lot of time with some believers who are toddlers in the faith when really you'd do better to invest some of that time in relationships that are going to help you understand God at perhaps a spiritual teenage level or an adult level. You see, God not only understands our spiritual age, He also understands our unique learning styles and paces because we're His kids. So there's several primary learning styles. I think this is a good spot to, you know, just take a pause and talk about this. There's visual, there's auditory, there's kinesthetic, reading and writing. There's like a spectrum of learning styles and some primary ones that a lot of um, educators anchor onto depending on what's being taught. Now, I always add to the list conversational. So if you're visual, God's going to teach you through your eye gate, what you see. Like me, I'm very visual. Auditory, you love to learn while listening. If you're kinesthetic, then you're a hands-on learner. One Somebody shows you how you've got it. Reading and writing, pretty self-explanatory. Oh, conversational. You learn things best by talking about it, a healthy back and forth conversation. Now, we all have a few, you know, one or two, maybe even three primary learning styles. Of course, you've got your first one that's right there in the front there, but we all have these learning styles and mine are visual and conversational first. So that's how God relates to me every single day all throughout the day. So what about you? Do you know your learning style? It's okay if you're not sure. I've provided some downloadable resources in the show notes. Just stop by juniefelix.com. It might be helpful for you. So please feel free to take a look. And every kiddo, this is why we have this research in place. Every kiddo does better when we know and understand our unique learning styles. So to keep things simple... And because God is such a loving and perfect parent, He's going to keep it simple by reaching out to you through your primary and your secondary, even tertiary learning styles. And behavior science has proven that simplicity changes behavior. That's one of our maxims as behavior designers. God designed the whole system, and He never breaks His own rules. So keep it simple. And too many people are walking around and living by faith, living and loving and making it all so complicated and exhausting and just full of all the rules and the hoops to jump through. And it's flowery language you need to learn, but it's not supposed to be that way. One of my friends, Susie, and she's she's visual as well like me and she's i think she's kinesthetic secondly i'll have to ask her but sometimes she says it this way when it comes to understanding god's love for you as his child and the beauty and the simplicity of that love just close your eyes and imagine two tables, one that's broken down and ragged, splintered and wobbly. The chairs are so, so wobbly that you're scared to sit on them because they might collapse on the floor and that would be so embarrassing. And there's a stale piece of bread on the cracked dinner plate on the raggedy table. And then she says, imagine the table that belongs to the child of the king, the sons and daughters of the most high God. That's you and that's me in Christ. Imagine the beautiful tablecloth, the ornamental high back chairs, the crystal vase with a beautiful bouquet of fresh flowers, satin and gold embossed napkins, the assortment of warm breads with butter. Oh, goodness gracious. And the sparkling sweet beverages all right there for you and me. And then think about the distinction between the two, the table for the orphans, as she calls it, and the table for the heirs." Or even closer to home, think about the kitty table and the adult table. You know there's a big difference. So I'm here to tell you today that God, the multiverse maker, the father of lights, our almighty king, is calling for you and me to sit at the table with him, the table for his children. And no matter your age, as his child, that's where you belong. It's the table for the kids of the king. So think about that, your spiritual age, and just think about taking a a seat right there. Your spiritual age and wherever you're at in your life and your journey of faith right now, we're all on a healing journey. Think about where you are right now. Have a seat. And don't worry about where to sit. Just sit anywhere. You're at the table with the King. And look and listen and taste and see that the Lord is good. It's that simple. So you might be facing a challenge today or even right now in this moment that's hard, hurtful, confusing, it feels so big but God really does have simple guidance for every single challenge, trial, trouble we face. And His simple guidance will strengthen you and give you everything that you need to walk and live by faith, to come out strong through this adversity. And the task that He suggests for you to complete during this time, they're not gonna be burdensome. Jesus made that very clear. His yoke is easy, His burden is light. And they're not gonna be above your capacity Capacity to achieve with His help, love, strength, and guidance. Please don't believe that tired old cliche. Don't even say it to yourself. It's just not true. That God will never give you more than you can handle. Oh my gosh, that is not true. (laughs) The correct way to understand trials is that God will never give you more than you can handle with His help. He's always with you. We mess it up and we make it complicated and hard when we try to do everything on our own. That's where things get complicated and confusing. So I do hope that these tips on how to keep it simple in your relationship with our awesome Heavenly Father have been helpful for you today. Remember, it's simplicity that changes behavior. And one of my other favorite things to remind myself of as I share is that we become most like the people that we love. So growing in faith, as my colleague and fellow neurotheologian Jim Wilder says, we are changed more by who we love than what we believe. So we can believe and shout it from the housetops and recite and memorize the whole Bible, sing the most beautiful hymns of praise. But if we don't understand God's love for us. If you don't understand how much God loves you, and then you grow in ways that are growing that relationship, that reciprocal love relationship, then your character's not going to change much and you're going to keep tripping and stumbling over the same things over and over again. So keep it simple and keep your eyes fixed on Jesus, our star-flinging Father, as my friend Susie says. So thank you so much for listening today. I do hope and pray that you always remember to be brave, to be Wise, to be faithful, to be present and mindful, and be kind to yourself and others because you are so loved. Please visit my website for free downloads of my event bestseller called The Gift of Sorrow, as well as some encouragement resources, especially if you are a complex trauma survivor like me. Oh, and also, you'll find updates there on my favorite newest project with my publisher, NavPress. It's called You Are Worth the Work, Moving Forward from Trauma to Faith. Again, that's juniefelix.com, and I'm looking forward to seeing you there. Don't forget to download your show notes when you stop by. It's right there on the podcast page. Hey, have a wonderful brand new day as you worship.